Hey everybody, this is Nerds in Cars talking about cards, and we are in a white Nissan Altima in Chicago, uh, in an uh, Uber ride to go meet the Lords of the Pit to play some Magic the Gathering. And today's episode, or this, this episode, is about how do you describe Magic the Gathering to other people when you meet them at a party or, a, or at a dinner your or family. out in the world? <laughs> or, or to your spouse again. And again. And again and again. <laughs> uh, this, is, this is Park Cofield. Uh, Kira Sackdallon. Justin Coffey. John Sexton. And uh, here we go. Uh, so, John, you had a pretty quick and easy way. What was? How do you describe it to people? I, I, I try to describe it as um, chess meets poker meets Legos, it, but a card game. And uh, I, I feel like that covers the some different aspects of it. Like the, the chess is kind of the strategy, the poker is the card game aspect of it, and the Legos is the deck building mix and match. You know, you choose uh, you choose what you play with, the creativity aspect, that kind of stuff. So that, that's what I start with. And if their eyes have not glazed over by the end of that, uh, then I start to talk about, you know, um, how it has, you know, five colors, and you each one represents a different thing, and you can kind of choose what you want to play with based on uh, what the colors do, and uh, usually they're checked out by that time. Yeah, so. I was going to say, that's pretty... <laughs> that's, that's, that's more than enough already. Yeah, it gets yeah. pretty deep. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's not been common for people to want to hear... Yeah. A lot about it. <laughs> do you do you choose to be really forthcoming with the fact that you play magic? More and more now. Um, I a whole I, I think this is a whole other episode, but for a long time I was I was not. I was not comfortable talking about it at all. Yeah, no, I I, I wouldn't talk about it at all until very recently, really. I mean Yeah. Like I'm, not even I mean I would you know, I I'd be willing to to tell people like, Oh yeah, I played magic when I was a kid. But when we started playing it again as adults... Oh, yeah, you didn't want anyone I was like, shush, don't tell anybody. It's a funny thing because I think since I never went through the, like... I don't know. When I was a kid, I never played Magic, so I never got teased by it, uh, if if that's anyone else's experience. Or, you know, I just... I never felt like when I started playing, it's taboo. I mean, I started playing when I'm old enough to not give a shit what other people think. So I just never did i guess like i wanted to play at bars well before we knew about um old school well before justin was ready to like show the world at a bar uh in the middle of nowhere that we're you know magic nerds yeah well i think i like i i got to a point where now it feels like we're doing something righteous like we're showing people like Look how great this is. Look how rad this game is. You can play it at a bar and have a beer and hang out with your friends and as opposed to I I think I think game stores they're you know, obviously we we, we all want and love game stores, but at the same time they kinda they can do a disservice to the game because a lot of like people associate magic with these like stanky, dirty basement dwellers. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like dudes that don't shower and pick their and nose that's a lot. Fine, if that's you. Because you know, more power to you and stuff, but but there's I think, a diverse I think it kind community of here. Did a disservice to the game a little bit in that regard, because you know, my dad, my father, for example, we talked about this earlier. Like my father, um, you know, he loves to play Go and chess, and he loves theory games and and you know, war and politics and all of those things could be encompassed in playing Magic. And I 
but his early impressions of the game were like taking me to some card shop with a bunch of like people that he would have mm-hmm. deemed to be not competent of playing <laughs> strategy games or or that they're just like you know a bunch yeah, of dorks in a in a basement type thing and definitely a stigma so you know describing we're talking about describing the game like describing mm-hmm. it to my father as a kid he d- he didn't bite he was just like no this is not this looks stupid and you're wasting your money but now as an adult explaining it to him i i got him interested at, you know i'm like this is a this is a strategy game that requires a great deal of critical thinking and decision making and and compromise and and there is luck obviously but there's also con- you know constructive things with building decks and how you know how your brain how your brain operates with a certain deck is going to be different than how someone else does you know etc and I, I got him kind of i got him interested enough that i tried to teach him how to play again and uh he <laughs> he couldn't he couldn't grasp it yeah <laughs> which i you know i was like oh who's who's too dumb now padre <laughs> take that so let's, let's do a little role playing let's pretend we're at a bar mm. and mm. you and kira are playing a game of magic yeah and i'm a stranger What's that? Game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are so, you guys doing? So do yeah, yeah. Uh, here you, we go. You so, be me, and I'll be the stranger. What are you, What are you guys doing with uh, those cards there? Uh, this is a. Um, it's called Magic: The Gathering. Oh. It's a collectible oh. card game. Oh, cool. You know, I've heard other people in um, the old school community. Um, <laughs> By the way, Mickey Mouse is a guest on our, <laughs> on our podcast today. So oh, Pluto. It's closer to Pluto. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess so. Um, you know, I've heard um, other other folks at, at events talk about um, this is a, a collectible card game that we play uh, to raise money for charities. So sometimes mm. the description comes along with sort of this greater the ethos, the ethos, this purpose that we've attached to some of these events. I think that's really cool. Yeah, um, yeah. Although, you know, I think my default is I, I often, you know, if people ask you, oh, what your hobbies are, things like that, I often say, oh, oh, and I, I also play this really nerdy card game and I leave it at that. And sometimes people go, oh, what is that? And I say Magic the Gathering. And, the, and if, if, you know, sometimes they recognize yeah. it, other times they don't. There's a lot. I mean, I, I'm always surprised by how many people actually do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I know, I know Magic. Or, you well, know, I mean, I play it magic. became huge. Almost everybody who I, yeah. who I end up coming into contact with and that you know that conversation starts up like just about everybody's had some, some experience with experience, it yeah. either i used to play my brother used to play i know someone who used to play and it's it's generally been like positive or neutral at worst mm-hmm. i haven't had you know whatever experience i was afraid of having yeah i never had it you know like oh, getting teased getting yeah you know, getting yeah. beat up you know somebody saying nerd and flipping the table or you yeah. Know, yeah give me a wedgie well, like, you know, it never happened. Yeah. It's a and funny thing to associate this game with nerd as well. Because when I think of the diversity of the people who are involved in this game, we aren't, like, none of us are really clinically nerd types. You know, like, there's so many interests amongst the community of magic as a whole, especially old school magic, I think. And yet we still call ourselves, like, nerds and dorks. Obviously, this is nerds and cars talking cards, but... Like plug, it's a plug. yeah. Ooh, yeah, me. it's been something to positive to embrace. You know, nerd, dork, geek has been yeah, yeah. has become I, a positive. I, I mean, nerd culture now is vastly different from what it was when we were young. yeah. 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 Nerd, nerd culture is mainstream. I mean, yeah. they're making they're raking in the dough off the oh, off the you know the quote unquote nerds that grew up in the in the nineties. I mean, they're selling more fucking stuffed baby Yodas and they know what to do with. So oh, I know. Yeah. I mean, like the nerd emoji is. Yeah. I use that thing all the time. But I, I think that. Um, 
it's interesting because if you if you just rattle off like some of the things that people do that we play old school with, I mean, you know, we've got like a, a chemist, we've got a, a like a lighting guy for a Hollywood TV show, director friend, we've got yeah someone who directs movies, we've got um, we've got a guy in our group who's like ex-military, works in like cybersecurity. We've, you know, I mean, it's it's such a wide range of accountants. people, accountants, uh, you know, <laughs> everyone, like every, and and that's part of what I think John was saying is that there's so, everyone that we've ever encountered really has some sort of connection, uh, some degree of separation from magic, and that's how I think it maintained being so diverse. In the first I, I really like John's idea that it that it is chess, poker, and, and Legos kind of wrapped into one. And we, I, I don't know if it was where we had the conversation, but Sean Sullivan had brought up the idea that it's more like poker than chess, or is is it more like poker than chess, or is it more like chess than poker? And, you know, it, it's neither of those two things have that third part, which is what yeah. John really nailed, which is Legos, and the idea that you're constructing something and then testing your theory. Um, because, yeah. you know, in, in, in chess, you it's already constructed for you, and in poker... It, it, you know, luck is such a, yeah. a huge, a huge part of the game. And there's so. those, I mean, with Legos, there's an aesthetic element to it. And, and, and same he, with magic. The art is something that draws people and the spiciness, the combination of different cards is kind of, to me, like an artistic, uh, a, aesthetic sort of thing. And so I, I can, I feel like that's a way to introduce it to people like, yeah. yeah, because there's this, this whole creative expression aspect to it. Whether you know, whether you're trying to build something for you know the best strategic outcome, or or just for self-expression or theme. You know, like we talked a lot on the the spicy versus spiky episode about building decks. You know, for personal personal goals or personal themes that we want to explore that are not really intended to be the best possible deck, but that they represent some other idea that we're trying to explore. And so, you know, that's something that you can't do in chess or, or no. poker, really. And yeah. so, you know, that and, and the creative aspect of it is really what hooked, I, I think, a lot of us. You know, yeah. it's yeah. like if I just wanted to um, execute a strategy or, um, you know, not have that sort of level of personal input, then, you know, magic would not hold the same appeal to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I was just wondering, like, so obviously there's the like the elevator pitch like what is magic but trying to teach someone the board state and kind of that visual what is actually happening i i know that i have kind of my my go-to explanation do you guys have an explanation for just people who are watching over your shoulder no i haven't ever gotten that far to be honest (laughs) i i kind of you know i'm actually guilty of people asking me you know the what's what you know? What are you doing in in Vegas? You know this weekend or when we when we were there for the tournament? I'm like, oh, we're we're playing a, in a card game. Or what are you going to London for? Oh, we're going to play cards. And I just yeah. leave it. I make it vague because I, I frankly don't feel like having to fucking explain it to people. Yeah. <laughs> and it just you know I'm like I, you probably won't care. But my mother, it's uh, ironically my mother is um, she deemed us by the way uh, the four e- evangelicals of old school and that we were on this quest crossing the country <laughs> to convert convert the uh, the people of earth to our ways that's very yeah. eloquent yeah <laughs> I, I don't yeah she kind of said it like that but yeah we um, she she's like a, you know she's the one that's out there handing out our fucking stickers and like telling people you know it's magic it's old school man like explaining it to them <laughs> what it is and it's amazing her pitch is better than mine and she actually 
you know, she she's being mom, right? She's supporting yeah. our endeavors or whatever. But it's yeah. kind of it's kind of fun to watch her. You know, she like rocks the vest, and she's got like, oh. a pocket full of stickers. If she sees someone who looks remotely nerdy, she goes up to them. And yeah. Like, Do you know magic? Yeah. Have you been, have you yeah. played? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. So she's maybe we should have brought her on. To, I know. What you know? How do you explain it to people? Yeah, she we doesn't could do a whole really... episode about that. <laughs> yeah. I, fun. I mean, her explanation of magic will be very different to what my mom's was the other day. Yeah. You, you know, frequently uh, I find that the the magic conversation leads into the re- resurgence of Dungeons and Dragons that's happening too, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, did, yeah, did a lot it, of people see them as attached. Did any of us yeah, which play I did Dungeons I and Dragons? No. no. I never I did. Never no. did. Not even yeah. Well, I, when I was ironic. a kid, I I did, like I said, I didn't play and I, I that was what I thought it was. I thought it was magic Related, with some sort yeah. of, of like role play game or I mean, if I'm some being sort honest, of imagination. That was some nerdy shit for me when I was. I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna uh, sit around in a room and like pretend that I'm fighting a dragon with somebody." Like, not happening. And although but I will it, spend hundreds of dollars on a picture of a yeah, little dragon. But, yeah, <laughs> I will drop exactly. five hundred dollars on a on a picture. Maybe of a dragon our priorities are a little bit skewed. And but, then say yeah. things like attack. Yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's interesting what we put out in the world about our hobbies and ourselves. I've recently really tried to embrace it. I, you know, I've put it in sort of my my Instagram bio, and I've been more public about mm-hmm. this thing that I really love, yeah. this community I love. And, you know, I find I don't have to do too much describing of the game. I talk more about why I do it socially. And, you know, once people realize I'm, you know, traveling to Nashville for a, yeah. a card uh, game, yeah. the conversation goes in a little bit of a different direction. And yeah, I kind of love like, that. You know, it's, it's, yeah. Once the people realize that you're not in the basement, you know... You eating Cheetos and, eating like, Cheetos and staying like, up all night playing. Well, you're staying up all night. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> but like, yeah, it's you can quickly move the conversation to. I travel for this. I have a global community. You know, I've I've made some of my very best friends through this, and you know, I think it it starts to hit on something that people wish they had a lot of times. Yeah. You know, like yep. not not everybody has something in their life that will allow them to do all of that stuff. And you know, it's. Um, once you talk about kind of the lifestyle things that it lets you do that that anyone would like, it, it becomes more accessible, I think. Yeah, I think that's definitely another topic for the future, just how um, I think magic is a catalyst for so many other things um, beyond just playing a game. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think, especially as adults, we understand that a lot better, which is why I think telling people is easier. Um, because yeah. we know that its values are are tenfold what anyone might assume it is. Yeah, like, so how often do you just get together with friends for five or six or seven hours and just spend time interacting face-to-face with them that entire time? Yeah, and playing yeah. it in, you know? and doing something that, that involves more than... I mean, drinking is clearly a part of old school and a part of the culture, but I think I think that centered, I think that has less to do with everyone's desire to drink. You can go drink any old day of the week. I think it has more to do with our desire to, like, have the community aspect of it. Like, we all get together and have a drink together and play the game as opposed to, you know, sitting in some weird card shop playing with people you don't know. Like, this gives you, yeah. you know, you draw folks out. I mean, we, we talked about that. Like, we had we had no friends in, in Arizona, really, prior. I mean, we had two people we knew, but prior, prior to, you know, starting the Desert Twisters. And then... You know, since then, now we have this whole network of people that, you know, we to include you guys, obviously. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, and it all centers around uh, 
playing old school. Playing this old, the, yeah. old school magic. <laughs> yeah, well, it looks like we have him. about four minutes to our destination. Is there yeah. anything else anybody would like to We're about contribute? to, we're going to get it on with the lords. Go for chaos orb flippings. I know. Yeah, I'm and, trying and, to think you know, about it. And like, we're in an Uber, we're you know, Uber. crossing town. We, we specifically stopped in Chicago because we wanted to make sure that we got to connect with this group of people who also like the thing that we like. And, you know, many of them we've interacted with in some ways before, but, but this will be kind of a unique setting because we're not at a big tournament that everyone has traveled and paid a lot of money to go to. It's more of a casual setting. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully we'll get to uh, to know them a little better and, and deepen those friendships and just do more of, of what we've been talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So a uh, special thanks to our Uber driver for letting us record. Yeah. Yes. And uh, appreciate that, it. I think that wrap us, wraps us up for this episode of Nerds, Nerds in, in cars, cars talking about cards. cards.